Welcome back to the Annex, uh, the podcast about uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> we're just a bunch of guys sitting around talking about stuff that comes to our head. Uh, this week we have John, Bronze Raptor, and Toby, or Evan. I always call him Toby because I can't remember Evan. Uh, say hi, fellas. Hi, fellas. Hi, fellas. All right, perfect. All right, we don't have a bunch of topics this week. Uh, we did go to the spring game, the UK football spring game. Uh, it was cold. What do you guys think about it? I, I, I froze. Not quite froze, <laughs> but uh, I, I was cold. Took my kid. It was a pretty good time. Made some hot dogs. Had a little grill. What'd you guys think of the team? To say the uh, grill was uh, a nice addition. It, it worked better than I thought it would. Yeah, but yes, very cold. Um, brought brought my son. Brought uh, my daughter. The daughter had multiple layers. She was fine. My son, on the other hand, he, he just only had a t-shirt and uh, what is it, a a hoodie. So even with a blanket or so on, it just was not working out for him. Oh, hey, look who joined. We got Ranger. What's going on, Ranger? You're good first time we're on the podcast. True, true. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty yeah, well, good, man. man. We're talking about the spring game and how cold it was with us out there um, yeah you, i wish i could have joined you yeah you weren't there but uh you were there when you were there in spirit we shared some pictures yeah it looks like you guys had a really great time and you had quite a few show up together so i, I was surprised at how many showed up honestly um I, I knew toby would be there and i think i i had a feeling ty would be there um ab ended up showing up and uh, bronze bronze and lemon bro- showed up they brought both their kids uh, it snowed. I couldn't believe it <laughs> snowed. Like yep. the, it, the, the weather forecast, it started out, uh, you know, on my way into town that morning, it was like, it was rainy and it was cold and it was windy. And, uh, the forecast had said it might snow today. And I was like, nah, it's not going to snow. It's just, it's going to clear up about 10 30, 11. Well, we get out there and, uh, yeah, here's, you know, wind tunnel. You know, you got 20-mile-an-hour gusts of wind tore up my canopy. And uh, and all of a sudden, it just out of nowhere snowed. It covered everything. It covered my truck. It covered the ground. It covered the whole field in the stadium. It was nuts. I couldn't believe April 9th, it snowed. <laughs> you thought you were at uh, Lambeau Field. <laughs> and something uh, it was it was nuts but we had a good time uh toby toby what do you think about it that was fun that you know it was freezing cold i've been to a lot of november games i've never seen it snow like that um as far as the game itself you know uh as little as you can tell from the spring game i'm pretty excited for the season yeah, the offense looked pretty good i know uh will levis looked explosive as uh as he did last year um Happy about some of the new receivers coming in. I saw, uh, was it Key? Is it Dane Key or Dante Key? or Dane Key. Dane. Yeah, Dane Dante's Key. the dad. Okay, Dante's the dad. Dane's the one that's playing for us right now. Yeah. He, uh, he had a couple of receptions. That was pretty cool. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where we stopped recording. Uh, I'll check that later. But uh, the, the bot stopped recording, so we might have missed some stuff. Uh, I remember the last thing we were talking about was uh, the wind at the spring game and having a wind shield 
for the wind at the spring game. Uh, I'm going to have to get a new canopy with, uh, with some sides built into it because the wind was killer. Um, I also had to bring some stakes that way we don't have to hold down the fort. <laughs> literally. <Quite> literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else you guys want to talk about? Uh, a lot of bracket action going on this week. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, we have here. a champion from last week to discuss. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually, was it that day or was it the next day that we had the championship match? I think last week, uh, last week, the day after we recorded the podcast, uh, Breaking Bad finally beat out Jeopardy. Um, it wasn't a blowout, um, but Jeopardy didn't also didn't blow out, uh, Breaking Bad and Breaking Bad ended up being the winner. Um, made me happy because I don't really watch Jeopardy, but I do watch Breaking Bad and I like Breaking Bad and. I was happy about it. I know Ty is probably happy as well. Um, <laughs> he couldn't believe that uh, Jeopardy made it out of the first round. Uh, what do you think about it, Ranger? I I have a conspiracy theory. I think that it. I think the people that wanted Breaking Bad to win were voting for Jeopardy all the way up until the <laughs> final, so that they would have somebody easier to beat in the end. <laughs> I think I think that's what happened. I mean, that's the only I, logical explanation as far as I'm concerned. That, that's I, some tinfoil hat stuff there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Since to me. I don't remember voting for Jeopardy. If I did vote for Jeopardy, it was only because uh, whatever was going up against Jeopardy had no reason to even be there. We can look at the archive and see what I voted. But uh, I know I voted for it in Street Bang Theory. Well, but... let's see here. Jeopardy knocked off uh, The Wire, mm-hmm. which... I still can't oh. believe that. Yeah. And then Jeopardy murdered Frazier and Big Bang Theory and somehow beat the Sopranos, which probably would have given Breaking Bad yeah. the uh, fight yeah. that it needed. That would have been I, interesting, yeah. I know I voted for Sopranos. Um, and yeah, the, the last Jeopardy one that I saw, uh, let's see here, I voted for the other one, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I voted for Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air over Jeopardy. And uh, Jeopardy still murdered that one, too. So I, I I don't know what's going on. Well, it was an eight-point gap between Jeopardy and the Fresh Prince, so it wasn't the double-digit blowouts that Jeopardy had had previously in the uh, tournament. So Ran out of steam. Some injuries probably caught up to it. <laughs> the injuries well, I mean, kill you every time. They, they did kind of lose their star player about a year or so ago, so Ooh, yeah. that makes sense. Heck, it's another Man. thing in the, the Alex <laughs> Trebek uh, memorial vote. So, oh, that's that's. I don't know. That might that might be too soon. I miss Alex <laughs> Trebek. I mean, he was I, yeah, he was good at good. what he did. Oh yeah, probably uh, the best game show host we've had. Maybe second place would have gone to Bob Barker, but yeah, those two. Bob Barker's been gone for a little bit. He's alive. No, I. Is he I'm, not sure. alive? I'm not sure. I, I don't mean he's been gone for a little bit. I mean he's oh, just mean- not been he's not been doing the show for a little bit. I remember I remember when everybody got up in arms over uh him leaving and they, they didn't know who to get get back and Yeah. They immediately go to Drew Carey and I guess he's still doing it. Yes, he is still doing it right now. And Bob Barker is alive and ninety eight years old. Good well there you him. go. Yeah. By you new to your pets. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Help control the pet population. Spay and neuter your pets. Right. I also, I also think of uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The price is wrong, Bobby. 
Yeah, that was a good one. I that I I've watched that movie many times. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of the brackets, uh, we went and started the video game franchise bracket, um, and it's not uh, not necessarily the best ones, but the highest uh, grossing. Is that what it was, Toby? Yeah, these are the highest grossing video game franchises. Yeah, and uh, I think I've made. We're we're through the first round. We did uh, eight matches a day, and uh, so that was what four days for the first round. Um, and I switch over to four rounds per or eight, four matches per day. Now in the second round, uh, we just started the second round today. I think I have voted a total of eight times. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's just all the games I've played. I haven't actually played very many of the games in this bracket. Like I mentioned the last time, um, so but you have a very robust, you know, personal life outside of the computer games then. <laughs> uh, not really. I just, uh, I just don't play games very much. Uh, but what I'll say is, uh, there seems to be a lot more votes on the video game bracket than we've had on any other bracket so far. And I don't know if that's, uh, a combination of like people actually getting involved in it now. Cause I, I keep pinging everybody every day, or if video games is just something people are more passionate about than, than what the other topics have been. Um, I know that, uh, best numbers bracket didn't bring in a whole bunch of people, um, but, uh, but we had fun with it, I guess, but yeah, this one, um, almost every day, maybe it's just the lopsided victories, but there's, there's usually a candidate. One of the matches has at least 30 votes on one side of it. So I don't know if it's just lopsided matchups, but it seems like there's a lot more people participating. Have you guys noticed that or am I crazy or what, what do you, what do you guys think about it? The, yeah. the polls have been picking up steam for sure. I mean, we were cruising around 40 votes uh, during the, I guess it was the semis in the movie channel, and we're about 40 consistently here for video games. So people definitely come out. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was definitely going to say the same thing before you went into it, Wes. Uh, seems a lot more votes for this. Well, I think you're... You're looking at your audience, right? These are people that use Discord, so they're on I was going to say, yeah. They probably have, you know, Discord originally was, you know, a gaming uh, tool for people to use, and then it just sort of grew into everything else. So I think that might have something to do with it as well. I mean, I I figured that would happen a little bit, but uh, maybe just not as much as it actually did. I don't <laughs> know. It's just, uh, it's surprising me a little bit. A good surprise, but it, it is a surprise nonetheless. So have any of the matchups stood out to you guys so far, even though you're, I know Wes is not a big gamer. I find it interesting, like right now in the second round, you've got the Sims and Halo are tied. Halo has made a comeback. Yeah, I, I'd noticed the Sims like jumped out to a big lead and then um, Halo's kind of caught up. And uh, uh, uh. So- On the one hand, uh, the Sims is great among a lot of your casual gamers just because of its slow pace and sandbox nature for building up your little characters in your uh, neighborhood and some iterations of it. On the other hand, Halo is the flagship of the Xbox consoles, so definitely has a very rabid following over there. Yeah, the thing I... Yeah, I, I find it interesting to think about you're not looking at one game versus one game, you're looking at a whole series. So, you know... There's been some Halo games that haven't been as good as uh, other ones, whereas The Sims, you have, I don't even know how many now, if you count all of like the 
you know, packs and stuff as the whole yeah. series. They have four base games, and then you have up to like twelve DLCs right. per game. That's not even counting the stuff packs that they release. So, a lot of money has been made from EA off of that title. I'm kind of bummed that uh, Red Dead is going to get beat out so hard by Mario. Yeah, me um, too. Actually, I I fell in love with Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, the story is just uh, it's, it's the best story I've ever seen in a video game. Um, but I mean, that's not really saying much, but, uh, I, let's see here. I got that game maybe a day or two after release, um, because my cousin seemed to be having a lot of fun with it. And, uh, and I sat and played it and played it and played it and think, uh, wherever the horseshoe overlook base is, I stayed in that chapter for, I don't know, forever. I got to, I got, went from whatever percentage complete once, like that's when the world really opens up to you or whatever, when you get to that yeah. horseshoe overlook. And, uh, I just, I spent like two weeks real time, just exploring everywhere. Like whenever I would like actually play the game for two weeks, I would just explore and avoid doing missions for a while, uh, yeah. and work on the completion. And, it wasn't until uh, my cousins were getting real close to completing the game and they almost started spoiling stuff for me that I started like grinding to get towards the end of the game. And uh, when I got towards the end, I was like, oh, come on. Now it's, oh, come on. How do I go back? I, I want to go back. I don't want to keep going forward. Um, I think I got up to uh, like 98% completion. I might be closer to 99 than 98 now. Uh, I was, I was, for a little while, I was working on getting that platinum trophy. Uh, I'm getting all the uh, all the hundred percent completion and everything. Um, but I I moved twice, and I just haven't been able to hook the the PlayStation back up and get back into it because a lot of the stuff I have to do now, I have to remember like where everything is and how everything works again. And it's like I have half an hour to play a game, but I've mm-hmm. got an hour or so of work to get back into the game so I can get something done you know in the next half and i'm like i don't have two hours to, to put into the game at this point but i i have been thinking of uh restarting it i have not restarted it yet but i think i'm i think i'm getting there yeah that's one of my favorite games i've played through the story twice and i've actually got a save at that same base that you're talking about oh yeah i've got it right up to before the point where things start to tip in the story just yeah. to enjoy the open world and the characters. Uh, the world's open except for, you know, Blackwater where you've uh where you've yeah. just fled from once the game starts or whatever. And uh you can still get stuff done over there, but it's it gets a little more difficult. I did uh at one point I had one of the one of the most rare achievements in the game. I actually got the bone knife in the story mode. It's from uh finding all the dinosaur bones around the world. Um, that one took me a little while and, uh, but it was really awesome. It was, it was cool having the bone knife and, uh, seeing that the achievement or whatever had only like 0.5% of people that play the game had it. And I was like, Hey, look, I did something not a lot of other people have done. Now, a lot of other people have gotten it by now, I'm sure. But, uh, it was cool to be one of the first ones to get that one of the first, you know, millions or whatever, but. I saw the first hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah, I saw that they had uh, they had the London 
game awards or whatever this past weekend, they had a category for screenshot of the year. And the screenshot that won came from Red Dead Redemption 2. It was That's really a cool. Beautiful game. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And when I played the original, I, I was I go back to the original. At the end of it, I don't know if you've played all the way through, and I won't spoil anything, but the ending of the original game just like at the time just blew my mind that I'd never seen many games take the direction that they did uh with their main character. So it was it was some very memorable gaming moment for real. Red Dead Two is on a short list of games that have actually moved me to crying from the story. Like it's on a list with I think maybe The Last of Us. That's the only other game I can think of that has actually made me cry from the story. And here we are gonna let it lose to dang on Mario. Yeah. <laughs> well I mean... okay, I, I'm gonna have to be the contrarian here. So <laughs> I'm actually going to vote for Mario and he, and here's how I get there. A body of work. Mario's been around since I was a kid. And now watching, you know, my son play Mario as well kind of gives us that little, you know, connection between my childhood and his. So, you know, as a dad, I, I appreciate stuff like that. Uh, two, uh, Mario has evolved uh, over, uh, you know, time going from the 2D side scroller to 3D open world gaming with some of the latest iterations. Um, I know Super Mario Odyssey, uh, my son can run around in know any of the the maps and just play around and interact with the things that are you know within the maps and just have a good old time and not even worry about the missions so i i enjoy watching him play and it's it's a enduring character i, think I did some of that open world exploration in uh <clears throat> super mario 64 the one that uh you know there was the you could play around outside the castle a little bit and fall in the water and swim around for a few minutes and then die and then respawn up at the top uh, that's about my experience with Mario. I was never, never really big on Mario, the side scroller games. Uh, I voted Mario with you, uh, despite everything I just said about mm. Red Dead. There's <laughs> yeah, just, I can understand that. It's a huge body of work, and there's been a Mario game I've played on just about every generation. And there, yeah. I mean, Super Mario Galaxy is maybe one of my favorite games of all time. I, I guess there's there's no denying the Mario franchise is just awesome, but you know. I I had to vote for Red Dead 2 because that's just that's one of the games I've probably spent the most time gaming. Uh, that and Rocket League, um, the, <laughs> and and more recently Satisfactory. That's probably where most of my time has gone into games, other than uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Genesis. Um, that's that's probably where I started gaming, and uh, and, and now here we are playing games like Satisfactory. Let's see here. Any other comments about the games before we move on? I don't. I don't have much else for games. Who do you think's going to win? I don't know. Probably something like Halo or Mario. Yeah, Mario's looking pretty strong. Um, I I think Mario will probably steamroll over Star Wars and Pac-Man's winner. Yeah. Um. Then we go down to who survives The Sims and Halo. Because they will beat Metal Gear or Lego's winner, probably. At least that's that's my prediction. Grand anyway. Theft Auto's a, a strong contender coming out of that uh, that side of the bracket. Yeah, side of the bracket. But I don't know. Mario Mario probably beat it out too. 
GTA has to go up against uh, the Elder Scrolls series, which with Skyrim definitely it's going to be a tough fight for that that game. Yeah, I'm it's, definitely going to go for Elder Scrolls. That's not I, one I've ever played, so I can't speak on it. Very solid uh, fantasy um, series that's been going back for about would you say about two decades or so, Toby? Yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. back a long way. Yeah, back to uh, arena. Now, a lot of people are still playing GTA V online, so I think that might be enough for it to push past the Elder Scrolls, but people could surprise me. Well, I have I have about 7,000 hours in Elder Scrolls online, so there's a, a lot of players in that game as well. And it's been yeah. out since 2014. It's just had its eight-year anniversary, so... It is one that I that I'm familiar well not familiar with, but I have heard of it. So I, I guess that one is probably pretty popular. So it's it's probably going to be one of those, the Elder Scrolls, Grand Theft Auto, or Mario. Um, I don't see anything that's Pokemon. Can that's, that's, but I don't know. Pokemon's going to be stronger than you think. Yeah, my experience so. with Pokemon is Pokemon Go. I didn't. I never really played You're the. <laughs> I never really played the older ones um, because I didn't have a Game Boy. So uh, the the original Pokemon's um, I, I didn't play those. So I, I I would probably vote for the Oregon Trail because I remember when that was out on the computers and you just I died. actually did play that I one. I guarantee you, Pokemon is going to destroy the Oregon Trail. It's going to be buried. Well, yeah, that's because the Oregon Trail was one of those games that you always had to play at school and you had to try to survive or whatever. Oh, it's still a good game. Now, I'm trying to figure out which Dark Horse do I like. Do I pick Civilization, or do I go with Final Fantasy to go deep? Uh, I like Crash Bandicoot. I would probably say Final Fantasy, but uh, that's just personal experience. I haven't played Final Fantasy, but I know there's a there's a huge following for Final Fantasy. A lot of, there's a lot of games, so... Yeah, there's a, there, yeah. I, I remember... Uh, I watched somebody play one that was like 15 or something like that. Yeah, that's the newest one. On on massively play, that's an on PlayStation game. 2 is like 15 or something. I was like, how is there already 15 of this game? It, I'm probably misremembering, but yeah, you're exaggerating. Oh yeah, but uh, this <laughs> year eight was the last one on PS2, if I remember correctly. I think so. Seven is regarded as one of the best games of all time. And then you could say, yes, well, it depends if you include the Japanese ones that only came out over there. And yeah. Though, though I will say one of our regular listeners would be remiss if I did not at least mention the how good Final Fantasy VI was. So, Chad, I'm looking out for you, man. <laughs> that's that's an unusual pick. He likes the uh, boss theme for it, yeah. which, considering how many people go gaga over, you know, S- Sephiroth's turn, right? Yeah, you know, that would be actually it'd be a, another interesting bracket. Most memorable video game music. Yeah, because someone posted in the when we were talking about video games, they posted that some of the music from Ace Combat, and I clicked on the video, and it was just like I was transported back to this game and the emotions involved in it. it it's you know, a lot of games have that kind of thing in it. I can still hear in my head the music from Ace Combat Five when you're doing doing that square off against your former wingman flying some <laughs> futuristic plane. Yeah, and just it it was epic. You know, especially when you had the chorus going off in the background and you're doing corkscrews trying to fire 
you know, missiles at the guy and dodging his laser. Do a barrel roll? Yeah, Locked. a few of them. <laughs> is that uh, Star Fox? Star yes, Fox sir. 64? Which, surprisingly, is not in this list. Yeah. That's, that's one I watched my cousins play. I guess it's because my... it just didn't have as many iterations as, like, your Kirby or your Mario or definitely your Pokemon. Probably. Did you know that if you go into Google and you type in do a barrel, barrel roll? roll. Yeah. yeah. It, I, it, I remember when I was... Screen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a cute joke. They have uh, they have a bunch of Easter eggs like that. Yeah, Wordle. Yeah, Wordle yeah. one. Yeah, they they had a um a little Easter egg for Wordle. It's recent. I don't I, I don't even hardly go to Google anymore. I use DuckDuckGo, but mm. uh, that's a different discussion. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I did have an inquiry into uh, a guy that was working on a logo for us, so maybe at some point we'll get away from. Uh, the plain black and white text uh, annex podcast logo and actually have something cool. So that's something, something to look forward to. Uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about? I, cause, cause I'm, I'm out. I don't, I don't have nothing else that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, we can keep going more... on the video games. If you guys want, we can talk about food. Food bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, Ty did say he was going to work on another uh, restaurant bracket, so we might have one of those in the future. Is that, is that the most contentious? When you you know you start talking about restaurants, do people get the most fired up? You think? I, I, it I guess it depends on where you advertise it. Like uh, mm-hmm. the first the first restaurant bracket I I made, um, and I, I went and posted it to the uh, the Lexington subreddit. Everybody got mad at me that I did chains and was trying to advertise something like that in there. And how dare I not use local restaurants instead of chains? And I was like, look, I'm just a dude. and I had an idea and I tried to implement it before it got stale. And and so here we are. And uh, so I don't know. Restaurants. I, I, I don't know. I, I love eating local places like going to the Cajun restaurants, um, bourbon and Bourbon Toulouse. Toulouse after the game yeah. the other day. That was yeah. fun. That was so good. That, that but, was uh, good eating. Yeah, but I've never heard of I mean, it. you guys, you guys don't have it, right? No. There's, there's only two locations. They're both in Lexington. So if, if we did a, a local restaurant, who's to say what local is? Because I mean, yeah, Toby's, Toby's the only one in Lexington in this group right now that that's talking on this podcast. Um, you know, Bronze, you're over in Western Kentucky. Ranger, you're up in Indiana, right? No, I'm in Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Well, yeah. okay. Enough. I'm in Georgetown. Might as well so. be. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Indiana. It came across okay. the river, so. Yeah, so like, I don't, we can't, it's hard to do a local restaurant. And then uh, if we do chains, we're going to have to choose a little bit different chains than what we did this last time because we've already done the chain restaurants, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to see what, to, uh, what Ty comes up with, see what what's going on with that problem with louisville is like throw a rock and you have very good local restaurants so. oh yes we're definitely a food destination uh now we have restaurants here that have opened here because we've we're known for our local food that like come out from la and stuff so wait, there's wait. plenty of places to eat well you've had the guy from super chefs on uh oh, food network yes. shows multiple times yep and he has a new place. I'm trying to remember. 
I, I can't remember now. I haven't been there yet, but or even if it's open, but he's opening or has opened a new place as well. A uh, different, uh, different concept. So, but yeah, there's especially you could just go down one road. You could just go down Bardstown Road, and there's a hundred different local places all down the street. Uh, Frankfurt bars Avenue, and everything. Yeah, or that yeah. too. I mean, yeah. just everywhere. Um, so yeah, believe me, it's not very good for the uh, the old diet. <laughs> Agreed, sir. <laughs> But um, yeah, let's see here. Pro- looking to bring some more sports content in the future. Just maybe a little, little short segments of going around the SEC. So be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, a lot of yeah. brackets coming up. Yeah, we'll we'll probably stick to some of those summer brackets. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about the SEC, what's going on in the off season. Just to yeah, just like you said, to to keep up with the uh, sports coverage a little bit. Probably talk a little bit about baseball, maybe. Um, I know I there's nine innings. You know, it, as much as it pains me to say, I guess we should recognize John's Tennessee team. I saw they set the record for a best SEC start in foot, or not football, baseball. Yep. We are still mm. perfect after sweeping uh, Missouri over the weekend, so we are a 12-0 start in the SEC. Meanwhile, Kentucky's like 4-8 and or something. <laughs> I mean, that's so hard in college because you have, like, you know, they almost look like two seasons. You have the midweek stuff, and then you have the weekend stuff, and it's almost looked at like a different, you know, you play it differently almost. I, I didn't realize that until the season. I mean, you're exactly yeah. right. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have like your non-con in the, in the middle just to kind of keep things warm, so to speak, and then you mm-hmm. have your three-game series over the weekend. Yeah, it's it's quite different than if you're not used to it. Um, we heard a lot about it when, you know, Louisville had some – good years um we heard a lot about how it worked or everyone learned about how it kind of works so but it's totally different i know uh uh lexington just got another what mid-major baseball team something like that yeah i think uh, I know they've got the legends and they got uh the horsemen or something i don't know what they called them genomes. but uh the what the genomes the genomes yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Is, it, is it sponsored by some uh DNA place or something, whatever. Got no idea. <laughs> Sponsored by me and twenty three, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, I know they're going to be playing in the same stadium as the Legends. I don't, um, yep, I don't understand that, but I mean, uh, I heard that they crazy? were having tro- having trouble getting people to the other team. So, yeah, uh, what's crazy to me is uh, we we went out for scout night because uh, my kid, uh, not this year but last year, was. Uh, the top seller in the bluegrass council of boy scouting cub scouts, I guess. And, uh, he got to go out to scout night and he got to throw out the nice. first pitch. Awesome. And, uh, like I was looking around at some of the signs and stuff. They've got like Venmo QR codes where you can just donate to the team because they're not bringing in enough money. So I was like, wow, they're, they're really, they've really gone downhill. Cause like when I was in high school, uh, I was in marching band and we had to work the concession stands and it was, we stayed busy even on weeknights. Uh, we stayed busy at the, uh, at the concession stands, but now it's like they've only got two or three registers open out of like 10 or 12 that they could have open. And there's, there's like a thousand people maybe out of the ballpark on, on a Saturday night with fireworks and half off beers or whatever. It's just, 
it seems to have really gone downhill and uh it's weird to me that they started up another team for that but i guess i guess there's money for money for it somewhere yeah i went to a game there last year and that you know they they always do those games try to get the crowd involved but the prizes were 20 ounce sodas and whenever a player would run, they would pass around a helmet asking for donations to pay the player. I mean, wow. how how sad is that? And you're bringing in another team? I don't know how that works. Yeah. Well, I do know that at least in Louisville, you know, we have the bats, and they set attendance records oh, basically yeah. every year because the, the ballpark is so amazing. It's right it there is. on the river and the view, and the, and you go out there on a on – a, you know, a summer night or, or whatever. And, and the team has had success in years past too. I think that makes a difference. Um, but whoever, you know, the guys that, that run the bats and I guess, um, I think it's, I, I can't remember, but I've met, uh, with them a couple of times, but they know what they're doing. And, um, you know, they, they would Seem certainly not right. let an, they would certainly not let another team come into town like that for sure. Uh, sticking to sports here. Um, I know Lexington also just got a what's it, a soccer team? Yeah, they was, Toby? A soccer team. Thinking a soccer team, and they're putting the stadium. I don't know if it's official, but it's planned to go right across from Rupp Arena next to that new Lex Live Theater bar place, which I think is a great place for it. I don't know if this is really a soccer town. I myself am not a soccer person, but it has potential at least with the location of the lot. stadium. I, did I mean, not... I played as a kid, but I wasn't any good. Yeah, I think we were all like that. But, uh, I mean, they're taking right out of the book again of Louisville because they built that brand-new stadium right down there in the same mm-hmm. area in, in a, a part of town that was not very nice and not very well put together. And they basically revitalized the whole part of town that was forgotten. And that stadium is also amazing. Um, and uh, very nice to go to. And uh, hopefully that works out as well for Lexington as it does for us. I mean, the, the international community in, in Louisville would definitely be able to get behind a um, soccer team, and it's shown already. Mm-hmm. So I'll be very curious to see how Lexington does with their club. Well, if they want more than just Lexington, it does help that the team isn't blue-colored for any Louisville fans out there in the state. It's green. I also green. think that's why... Th- Blue City went with purple, the red and the blue together. I oh, think yeah. that was one of the driving forces to go with that coloring when they first set it up, uh, which is, again, another smart move. I think one of the coolest parts of town now is the distillery district. Over, over there uh, on Manchester? Yeah, with uh, the pizza and the ice cream place. Oh, yeah, they got all, they they got got all throwing kinds of stuff down there. Yeah, it's awesome. Battle axes. Of course, Ranger and John have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, that's fine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, well, you you had my attention with Battle Axes for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Battle Axes is right there, and then there's like three other distilleries, and then there's a Crank and Boom Craft ice cream, and there's uh is that where um another distillery? Another distillery. <laughs> I'm looking for uh isn't Goodfellas over there or something? Isn't there yeah, a Goodfellas that's there? The pizza place. Yeah, there's a good villas there, so like you can just park in one parking lot, go to like four distilleries, and then go over and throw some axes at the battle axes, and probably while you're at battle axes, order you a pizza from over at the uh, Goodfellas, and they'll walk it over to you because it's right across the parking lot from it. My, my kids were so exhausted from the Saturday's game that we we didn't even want to go to uh, Crank and Boom, but maybe next time. I, it it was cold. It was cold, and I was ready to be home. <laughs> when we left, 
Um, I did have it, the, like you said, the bourbon Toulouse. That's that's always a treat. When I when I can come in and get some of that, it's always a good day. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess we don't have very much else to talk about. We're coming right up on our hour, so uh, I'll just go ahead and give our social media a shout out. We are at Annex Pod, right? At Annex Pod on Twitter. Yes. And uh, tell your friends. Give us, uh, shoot us, shoot us a tweet. Uh, we'll we'll read your topic here on the air, uh, here on the podcast, I guess. <laughs> and uh, if you want to find us, uh, if you want to share it out with your friends, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, and we are on Spotify. Those are our three main ones. Uh, just search us up, and share us out. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mother. It's Mother's Day next month. Give her a gift of a podcast. There you go. (laughs) All right. Uh, With that, we will see you next time. See y'all later. Later. Bye. I never knew how close all that stuff was to the rock quarry.